We are really breaking our promises. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> And we're back with another episode of Food in the Hood. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So,、um, well, it's been a little while, and、um, we decided to really come back for more episodes. And today, we will talk a little bit about、uh, processed foods and how that's、uh, differed in many cultures and how it's influencing、um, our meal preparation speed and convenience of dining in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. We. You know. We all know. Everyone always seems to be in a rush these days, right? Time is precious. Time is money.、Um, you know, the world is moving at a very rapid pace. So, especially in this kind of climate, right? Speed and convenience、mm-hmm. is, is key, right? If you're spending two hours preparing all your meals for the day versus just half an hour, that that's a huge difference that adds up over time, right? Yeah. So that's why I think we 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 came up with this topic and we've been. Uh, talking off the air、uh, for a couple of times about how you know actually food technologies are behind a lot of these time-saving and convenient-related、mm-hmm. uh, type of food services. Yeah.、Right? So、uh, and we decided to talk about it on the pod. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just think about it. Right. Like fifty, a hundred years back. You want to eat three meals a day. You you're making three meals a day or two meals a day.、Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whenever before refrigeration happened, right? Yeah, right. That is an right, insane right, right. amount of time to spend on preparing food.、Um, mm-hmm. And like, th- take an example for today, Ben. What's the what's the most convenient dish you have had recently? Like least amount of effort, least amount of prep. That is not from a restaurant. Uh, that I have made it. That. Yeah, let's say you made it, or you got it from like a convenience、oh, ra- store.、Uh, instant ramen noodles. Yeah. Instant ramen noodle. Yeah. How yeah. how long did that take you to prepare? It was probably like ten minutes, or from could be less.、Finish. Yeah. And if you were literally harvesting wheat to make the noodles <laughs> and making、yeah. dough, can, like how much longer would have, that have taken? Right. That would、yeah. be. Days, the, maybe it, even. It would be yeah. It would be at least hours. Um, yeah. But I have to say that you know the the ramen noodles that nowadays are pretty darn close to the ones that you could get from you know a generic, not like a very authentic Japanese place, but、like、yeah, some type of generic. Absolutely. Uh, you you if you choose the right brand and you、yeah. have、um, don't pick Maruchan guys, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a college、yeah. student in the U.S., don't pick Maruchan.、Oh, no. Go to your closest、uh-huh. Asian grocery store and pick anything else. It will be better. <laughs> right, right, right. So it's really have been like like, like the instant food, the instant ramen specifically has been making a long way. Yeah, like a lot of like noodle technologies must、mm-hmm. happen, right? The noodles、Absolutely. are now like you could really taste the difference in the noodles. Right, like I don't know if there's like、uh, specific extrusion technology or like flash frying technology, but or even like、mm-hmm. the the technology that goes into making a seasoning seasoning packet that resembles. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, you know the the real thing as much as possible, right? Like、mm-hmm. that, all of those advances over time. Has、yeah. made this thing probably even cheaper to produce, and also even more, you know, even tastier than what it was when it first came out. Yeah, for sure. So, so like the 
the gap has really been bridged a lot be- between the real type of um, the, the the kind of the gold standard, the original dish, versus some type of a convenient version of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think we see these like examples across the whole industry, not just in instant noodles, right? We see that right. in frozen pizza, right?、Uh-huh. I think those are you. You could also like there are like high high end frozen pizza. I think are pretty close to the fresh ones too. Oh yeah, very close to the real、uh-huh. thing. You have your like cauliflower crust frozen pizza now、yeah. too for you know your gluten free、yeah. folks.、Um, really,、mm-hmm. just just about anything, right? Frozen pizza, frozen meals. Um, we're just ta- we're not even touching everything else. We're just talking about things that you can buy at a grocery store and make at home, right? Hmm. And also, I feel like if we're talking about speed and convenience, right? Another way to think of it are these、uh, meal boxes that we've talked in the past, and like、uh, Blue Apron,、uh, Hello Fresh type of services. Yeah. Right, and and that's really like if you think of speed and convenience, for sure, like they've done some prep work for you. In terms of each box,、mm-hmm. but I feel like even a larger leap is that they helped you to think, right?、Mm-hmm. You don't have to spend too much time to go grocery shopping and decide to what to cook.、Mm-hmm. You have you're given with the material and the recipe, and just you, you're focusing much onto the cooking part、yeah. than deciding what to cook. That's a that's a really good、yeah. insight because I feel like the hardest part about cooking for a lot of people is just deciding what to make. Or figuring、mm-hmm. out how to use the leftovers in their fridge, right? Coming、yeah. up with recipes, going to the grocery store, driving there, driving back, waiting in line—like all those is cut out when you just receive a delivery at your doorstep. So、mm-hmm. I think you know, like eliminating the need to think. Like some people are gonna be like, "Oh, you know what? It like oh, once you get good at it, it's a lot faster to just like go to the grocery <laughs> store and make meals by yourself." Like those are totally valid. Things to say. At the same time, there are people who don't pay, place as much of a value on that, and they just want something quick and easy. But they they want to make it themselves, right? They don't want to like go、right. to a restaurant. So then, for these people, right there, there is this option of meal kits and meal boxes. I really, I think that's an interesting way to think of it, right? Because in the past, we've talked that most of these meal services are, I mean, primarily in the West. Uh, I've seen a lot of them actually in the Netherlands, and to、mm-hmm. certainly,、um, it's it's quite popular in the States as well. Right. And there might be a cultural component there,、uh, because a lot of、um, the U.S. Or, or or Western diets are based upon heavily upon like specific recipes, and to make food um like not like a single served manner, but at least、uh, to a dish to dish manner、uh, right. instead of. Yeah, instead of a, a lot of the、uh, different cuisines that、uh, in, in Asia are normally served in a family style, or、mm-hmm. even、uh, certain parts of Africa also do a lot of meal sharing、mm-hmm. rather than the single serve type of、um, plates. Right. So you you might have to make like an entree. You have to make a mac and cheese, and then you have to make like a side of like broccoli or Brussels sprouts, and then like a protein option. Yeah, and also what we have been missing probably in Asia is a lot of these street side vendors,、mm-hmm. right? And also convenience stores that sell real food, <laughs> per se, <laughs> real meals. So to speak. Right. Yeah. Right. 
like I can relate to that in a sense of you know if you are hungry in Malaysia or you know you just walk around, there's a ton mm-hmm. of really affordable options where yep. it's not like you're going to a restaurant and eating a meal and coming out. You could just like we call it tapao, 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 mm-hmm. literally in Chinese. Yeah, where you that means just, to go, right? Yeah, in, to in go. English. So yeah, like, it's really common to get something to go and it's ready in like five minutes and you just take it home and it it's pretty affordable too right mm-hmm. and i think part of that is like there is the culture of uh a lot of cities in asia are very highly populated and dense and a lot of street vendors pop up and you know yeah you, yeah you yeah. can be in walking distance to multiple food options at any one time whereas in the mm-hmm. u.s and maybe in certain other parts of the world i'm not sure it would be kind of you, you kind of have to drive right to somewhere yeah um so. or I, I mean like say in new york you have a lot of food trucks right per se um yeah. but really the variety of these food trucks are it's i'd say compared similar. to asia <laughs> uh, uh yeah on the lower side right yeah uh, like you go to times square in new york city like every corner there's someone trying to sell you like falafel and gyro and <laughs> yeah chicken over rice chicken over rice it's very yeah. classic um, right, i think right, that right. the part of it is like those convenient options can exist because of population density right mm-hmm. but once you take the population density away then you might let's say you live out in the middle of nowhere maybe in a very rural part of nebraska then you might like mm-hmm. your your convenient food will look different you can't just walk out and go to a person you have right, to drive right, right. to walmart and stock up on all your yeah. convenient frozen meals and drive home and then that's your convenient like probably your most convenient option yeah, so so that's the difference. Like, I, in this episode, we really want to have a little bit of a cultural spin on the different type of understandings and realizations of speed and fast and convenient food, right? So that geographic component, uh, it's it's a pretty big factor. Oh yeah, absolutely. And yeah, so so we think a lot of these um, uh, street vendors. If you think of street vendors, they also have a food service, like an entire supply chain of food service business mm-hmm. behind it. Because most of these, um, uh, these these quick service, these, they're not even quick service restaurants. These are like, uh, like a e- even even a level below it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, but they still get a lot of um, the obvious things are like the packages, right? The the the, the to go boxes, the, the the plastic fork and knives or wooden fork and knives. Um, these things are in general supplied by someone else, right? Right. right. Yeah, and at the same time, a lot of their food materials are also relatively prepared. Let's mm-hmm. say, yeah. So, for example, they're not. Let's let's take an U.S. example uh, for a falafel sandwich, for example. Yeah. Like perhaps those falafels are the the mix the the, the hummus mix mixture, the mix was made by someone else. Right. Or or the base of it at least is made by someone else, mm-hmm. and they will fry them on promises in, in their food truck. Right. Um, and then what do they do? They put them into a pita sandwich, pita bread, mm-hmm. right? So so that pita bread is probably also made by, by someone, someone else. else. 
Yeah. Right, because you see them pulling those out from like those giant bags, exactly. stacks of. Like, uh, these people are <laughs> not brands. making. Given the variety of menu they offer, well, not mm-hmm. that diverse, but you know, like you have quite a few food items, and only one person. Like, there's no way they're like literally making pita bread every single day in the morning for it to be fresh, right? They're not making it from dough straight up. Like, right, th- there's right. a very low chance of that being the case. So. Like you're completely right, right? Like when we talk about these convenient options, everything is relying on other players in the supply chain doing their job, and mm-hmm. you know, so that at the point of sale or at the point where they're making the food in the food truck or food stalls, it's a lot faster and easier than yeah. it would have been otherwise. <laughs> so it's like convenience is not just for us as consumers; it's also for the B two C. Type yeah. of companies, right? Like the food vendors,、yeah. etc. True. That's that's exactly also how fast food industry works, right? It's, it's a lot of、um, a lot of people working in the kitchen. They don't call them cooks. Even they're just called、uh, food assemblers. Right. So <laughs> food assemblers, food associates. Yeah. 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 And that's that's how that's how most things gets done nowadays, right? It's, right. It's,、um, if you're offering the、uh, type of convenience to consumers, a lot of the prep work has to be done first,、mm-hmm. and most、mm-hmm. of these work are done at the level、uh, that's a, a step ahead of、uh, the, the final sale,、mm-hmm. right? That's so, right. So, yeah.、Mm-hmm. yeah, which is actually quite big also in the food business. Right. Isn't that、It's、what essentially what Cisco does in the U.S. is like? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Cisco, Cisco wholesale restaurant food? Uh huh. Yeah. 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 You you may have seen if you live in the states, you might have seen these like these giant frozen trucks.、Mm-hmm. Um, that that um those drivers are really good at parking actually. <laughs> <laughs> Just park into like all these really small back alleys. Right. A plus driving skills. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like in narrow streets. Right, but they could make like、uh, a potato salad, and then they could,、yeah. you know, distribute it to your, I don't know, college dining hall. Distribute、mm-hmm. it to, right, an office cafeteria or whatever it may be. Right.、Mm-hmm. Okay.、Uh, where are we? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where were we? Let's see. I honestly, oh, we're talking about Cisco, <laughs> Cisco, yeah. Cisco. Yeah.、Um, yeah. I mean, we could keep this in the recording. It's kind of funny.、Um, <laughs> so, so, we so my about, laptop died. <laughs> yes, Ben's laptop just pooped out. <laughs> yeah. And then we were like in a little funk. We're like, oh my god, did it record? Did it save?、Uh-huh. But. Thank you, Audacity.、Yeah. You, like, great job on your software engineer's part. Everything saved.、So. Yes, yes.、Um, yeah, we're talking about a lot of these like hidden type of efforts in food, right? Like, like in in making the food、uh, speedy and convenient,、mm-hmm. so、That's、that、right. um, yeah, so so that I feel、uh, it's something that the consumers don't see too much,、um, but at the same time, it's also where a lot of the food.、Um, Innovations are happening, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, it's、uh, you, there are a lot of more、uh, like Amanda works in the、uh, consumer packaged goods industry,、um, but、um, on a quite large part, we also have a lot of、uh, 
uh, food scientists who are working actively in the uh, food service side of things to making sure that um, uh, the, uh, these direct sales of food from vendors are happening and happening also at consistent manner with uh, good qualities. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what's really funny is that I think it's also happening to more than just these traditional uh, McDonald's type of burger places or, or the chicken over rice type mm-hmm. of places because people may have an impression that okay some that's they like didn't, a fast they didn't, convenient food already yeah and they didn't bre- bake their bread in the back mm-hmm. uh, they, they came from some other factory right um, yeah but it is also true for um like i know in the states we have these type of um uh, uh chinese buffets mm-hmm. right so so it's like all you can eat uh, you go in. There's uh, these uh, food you know, service area, and and um, there's like a lot their, of seating. Their menus are always super similar in between yeah, all the different yeah, yeah. Asian buffet places. You know, there's gonna yeah. be like a stir fry noodle place. You know, there's gonna be crab rangoons, yeah, and right, all right, the right. ice cream tastes like they came from the same place. Uh-huh. Uh and, and they're popping up everywhere. Uh, well, at least a couple years ago, they are quite common to see mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and sure like everybody has their own spin on it but i think there are a few very big uh, food yeah. service players that are empowering all these restaurants oh yeah absolutely because the restaurants themselves are not gonna if they offer a hundred different dishes at the buffet they're not making these themselves from scratch every single day right like Mm-mm. that that frozen crab rangoon it's probably the same one that you see at like a uh, asian buffet in like california versus one in like chicago <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> right? exactly the high chance they're made by the exact same manufacturer so i think like that's that's that you know you're absolutely right the fact that like this is making it easier not just for consumers but even restaurant owners from the oh, perspective yeah, yeah, yeah. of oh you know i can offer more variety on my menu um, mm-hmm. But I don't really actually have to have the know how of how to make this. I just need to yeah. drop in the fryer for three minutes, yeah. um, et cetera, et cetera. So mm-hmm. like to to an extent too. Then if you think about it, in the past, like, right, like a hundred years ago, you're talking about restaurants, good restaurants, yeah. right? Yeah. They have to have good chefs who have good culinary skills. Like mm-hmm. nowadays, that's not like that. That's still the case for some restaurants, but for a lot of places where it's literally just a place to grab a bite to eat. Like mm-hmm. You just need to be really good at like reheating food the right way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to some extent. To some right? extent. And, that, and that's not limiting to kind of the traditional Western or uh, U.S. type of fast food impression. Mm-hmm. It actually applies to a lot of different uh, ethnic foods. Uh, yeah. In, in the sense, if we're talking the context of Western diets, right? Because mm-hmm. we, we got all these cookie cutter um, Chinese buffet places. Yep. Um, also, a lot of uh, think of pizza. Pizza, right? It's um, not a lot of places uh, make their own doughs nowadays. Even uh, mm-hmm. the the doughs or the the refrigerated doughs could come from a nearby factory, and uh, lots of uh, the 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 efforts at the shop is just for uh, standardized baking procedures. Yep. And um, and I will tell you what's really funny. It's uh, I went to a conference uh, a couple weeks ago, and um, it's a it's a food technology conference. Um, but one company presented um, basically their computer vision systems that are designed for grocery stores and um, uh, uh, quick service restaurants mm-hmm. uh, to basically watch over. Um, it, they're they're like 
quality assurance techniques by looking、right. at、uh, assemblers and、uh, food workers to、oh. see whether they have mishaps or、uh, identifying potential risks. Uh, which、right. is a little bit, you know, on the if we're talking about privacies, etc. Yeah,、um, this seems a little the, bit like George Orwell, nineteen eighty four, like Big Brother is watching <laughs> you kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but、um, I, I think they 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 have a lot of systems more than just the computers,、uh, the computer visions, right?、Uh, they could、yeah. also put in sensors to check the temperatures and everything automatically、uh, mm-hmm. to to minimize、uh, food safety hazards. Right,、um, right, right. But at the same time, they could watch you also to how how you make these food, and、mm-hmm. to some extent, the the assemblers,、uh, the the human assemblers, are just a part of the food processing plant. It's just a、right. very decentralized version at your block, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely true, right? That's essentially like what happens at like the the whole the whole process that makes these foods convenient is because of streamlining. Mm-hmm. Right, streamlining、yes. and consolidation, and I know people don't really like the idea of that. Sometimes they like the idea、mm-hmm. like everything is naturally homemade, fresh. Like we pick the tomatoes off the vines at our、yeah. you know, restaurant, like、uh, the the greenhouse right on top of our restaurant, and then、mm-hmm. we made it into this beautiful, perfect salad. And you know, like we like the idea of everything being like very local and fresh and everything, but like. I don't think people realize that the the reason why we can keep food costs down so much、mm-hmm. in certain you know very industrialized countries is precisely because of these streamlining methods, right? Not everyone can afford a forty dollar salad. Yeah.、Uh, right. So it's it's sort of I w- I want to say almost like the streamlining process allows people to. Feed themselves at a lower cost and higher convenience, and it almost like instead of it being something that only the rich can afford, right? In the past,、mm-hmm. if you have a maid and a butler and a personal chef, well, your、right. personal chef can do everything for you. You don't need to lift a finger. But that that kind of convenience is reserved just for the super wealthy. But、mm-hmm. now it's being. Because of the streamlining process and everything, that's something that your average consumer can like can enjoy the benefit of that convenience because of all of these food processing technologies, streamlining processes,、um, mm-hmm. like quote unquote processed food, however you want to interpret、right. that term. Yeah, yeah, and also I think especially you mentioned like processed food, right? We, we've mentioned this this term、uh, mm-hmm. in the past. And now we're talking about it again, especially nowadays, like past COVID or or during COVID. Still, depending how you look at it, processed food really now are focusing on much about the taste, right?、Mm-hmm. So, because because nowadays people are the the demand of food, uh, is is more than just convenience or more than just fast, right?、Uh, but it also has to taste good,、um, yes, and the convenience. Could be、uh, more than just the speed. It could also be, let's say, the taste of it. How accurate? How how much? Like it's like a return on investment, right? Yeah, like, yeah. How much time I'm saving, or how much taste am I co-、uh, compromising? Right. This, Do I have to sacrifice、sense? taste for convenience or yeah, taste yeah, for yeah. speed? Right, right, right. Um, and、yeah. that's generally the expectation that you will lose some. Taste or quality,、um, mm-hmm. but I think the gap is 
being smaller and smaller thanks oh, yeah. to lots of innovations into improving processed foods mm-hmm, taste mm-hmm. yeah right. like just mm-hmm. going back to the ramen example we talked about like we know a good bowl of ramen and a really good japanese ramen shop like that is that stock took like 14 or 24 hours whatever to make and the mm-hmm. whole process is like very laborious right and nowadays like there are those frozen ramen noodles that you can buy with a soup stock that mm-hmm. just tastes I don't want to say like the real thing, but to me, it tastes almost like the real thing, right? I I wouldn't yeah. be able to tell apart. So like, or at that, least it's at the level. It's at the level, yeah. right? Like I was yeah. very pleasantly surprised by it. So yeah, I, you know that that is absolutely true. It's kind of like okay, we've made it convenient. Now how do we get it to basically mm-hmm. match the the real thing, right? So to speak. Yeah, um, and that's that's also I I think. Like the example you mentioned about uh, takeaways in Malaysia or in China and these street vendors. Like the reason why Asian people are able to have those, as we mentioned, is geographic information, uh, the, the geographic differences, density. Mm-hmm. the, the, the uh, population density, etc. But also those food has to taste somewhat good, mm-hmm. right? So otherwise, um, people would probably also finding other alternatives. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, the, also the food culture then becomes quite important um, that the consumers are demanding for tastier food and healthier food on mm-hmm. top of the speed of uh, preparation that it, right. it requires. Right. And so, yeah. And, and I think those are the new challenges that keeps this processed food business going is not only just they want to make uh, good food or, 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 or convenient food for people or for restaurants sometimes. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. Um, but on top of it, how to make it uh, tasty, uh, closer to the gold standard. And right. also more yeah. nutritious, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe some people want higher fiber content, right? Um, yep. all, all of those, like I guess the list of consumer demands is always growing. And mm-hmm. like companies have to figure out how to innovate that, uh, innovate for that, right? keeping yes. in mind speed convenience cost mm-hmm. and everything and i guess like that's that's the thing that i mean remember we talk a lot about these being like oh food technology is like pretty much figured out yeah <laughs> like it, it's it's figured out in a sense of like the food that we know today and consume it's like largely reiterations of what we have made before mm-hmm. but like we're, we're depending on incremental innovation yeah like sort of it it's easy to get from zero to 90 but it's mm-hmm. super hard to get from 90 to 95 right which is what right. what we're trying to do right now right because we figured mm-hmm. out like okay retort processing makes food safe canning makes food safe uhd makes milk shelf stable and safe mm-hmm. right like now now it's less about like how do we make processed food shelf stable and how do we make processed food closer to you know like what consumers really want. Yeah. Right? That's where the yeah, innovation exactly. is happening. Yeah, because this is this conven- this notion of convenience is driven so much by the consumers. Mm-hmm. Right. So um and convenience maybe like it's just a slacky term of describing overall consumer needs. Um uh, and, and in the context of these type of processed food, um like other than snacks, it's, it's also like a blooming area overall, 
mm-hmm. right?、Uh, and and if you think of even plant-based、um, foods or or plant-based,、uh, especially the、um, meat analogs,、mm-hmm. um, you need more recipes to cook those things. Right, it's not just about making a tender meat-like structure. It's all from from、um, meat-like structure from proteins,、uh, from plant、mm-hmm. proteins. But it's also how you can do it, or how you can sustainably do it, such that、um, it will just become people's part of diet. People want it. Right. Uh, and、um, yeah, because I I I think. Um, that's what Beyond is trying to do, right? They are trying to penetrate into the food service business by partnering with、um, all these、uh, fast food restaurants, and and now、mm-hmm. even with Starbucks,、mm-hmm. right? So, so that's also another route of introducing new food into people's diet. It has to go through the existing paradigm. Right, there's no way like you could drink Soylent, but that that's like a harder conversion. Right, right.、Yeah. Like we talked about, it might be easier to get someone to if it's something that already fits people's habits and lifestyle. That's easier than trying to convince them to hey, drink、mm. this or eat this <laughs> instead of that. But like, you know,、um, it's difficult to to make it from scratch. Yeah. 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 So I think you know generally, sort of, we talked through convenience through a lot of different lens, right? Speed、mm-hmm. at which the consumer can get that food in their belly,、um, from you know preparation to to eating it.、Uh, lack of complexity on the user's part, right? Not having to think, not having to plan, not having to. Use any like brain power、yeah. on figuring out how to feed themselves. That also is like a big part of convenience. It's not just time, but it's like the quality of time, right? What are you doing with those time?、Mm-hmm. And also the abundance of food choice that are you know tasty and nutritious, like all of those.、Um, like that. That's I guess where we're gonna have to innovate on.、Um, yeah. Over the next. Mm-hmm. You know, a few years. Yeah, so that's also how you would integrate the new sources of food,、mm-hmm. um, giving it as pea proteins or whatever these、uh, trendy、uh, plant-based materials,、uh, or or even cultured meat to、mm-hmm. to some extent, right? Like, how do we use these、uh, in a way, and how can we design a final product、uh, when we are innovating on the ingredients?、Mm-hmm. So I think. Probably for food people, food professionals,、uh, it's it's no later. Well, it's still any time is a good time to think of how to make the final product tastier and meeting the consumer demands. But especially right now,、um, because、uh, we have such a good foundation of many technologies, and now we just need the last kick. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and、um, yeah, of course, depending on the country, depending on the specific culture of people. That can change quite a lot,、uh, right? But the, but the underline is still there, right? It, it's speed and convenience is a driving factor for processed food.、Um, mm-hmm. if, it, it, like, except right now, these notions are a little bit changing depending on the context and where you are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Is that good? That's good. I think that's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So、uh, thanks for listening. You can find us online.、Um, uh, we have our previous episodes、uh, linked in the show notes. You can contact us at、um, 
fihpodcast at gmail.com. And thanks for listening. All right. Till next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.